This podcast is for professional voice teachers to answer the question, how do I grow my teaching business and even break out of that one-on-one lesson model so that I can reach and teach who I want whenever I want. I'm your host, Allie Tyler, voice teacher of over a decade and marketing and business coach for fellow voice teachers. Welcome to the Voicepreneur Podcast. Hey, 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 voice teacher. Welcome back to another episode of the Voicepreneur Podcast, the place to be if you want to learn all things business and marketing as a vocal coach. And I don't know why I needed to say that, but I did, just in case you needed to know. That is what we are all about. And I am so excited to be talking to you about today's topic because we are talking about how to scale specifically with creating an online course or program whatever word resonates with you. This episode is going to break down specifically the creation process of making a course or a program. Now, if you've been listening for a little bit, you may recognize that in a previous episode, and gosh darn, I always forget to write these things down before I start recording. So I will link it inside of the show notes, but there is a previous episode where I shared a way that you can start making an online course really quickly. And that is an awesome episode. However, we didn't specifically talk about A, how to, you know, not do it quickly and do it kind of at your own timeline. And then B, how to actually do the thing, like the creation part of making an online course. My hope is that this episode relieves you of some stress because Oh man, do I totally understand how stressful and overwhelming it can feel to make an online course, especially if this is your very first time doing this. So let me tell you, my dear friend, I have made now 12 online courses in the last eight years. I've had a lot of ups and downs. I've had every experience that you can think of. So I feel very confident in everything that we're going to be talking about today. And trust me when I say that you got this, you can do this. And I promise you, it's not going to be as overwhelming as you think. So let's actually start there because a huge component of building an online course is your mindset about it. What are the thoughts that you are having about creating an online course? If I know you and if you are anything like me and if you are anything like the hundreds of other voice teachers that I have talked to, (laughs) then you probably feel like this course needs to be really freaking good. You are a good voice teacher. You want what you put out in the world to be valuable, to help people. You may have a little bit of perfectionism going on. You may even have a little bit of imposter syndrome wrapped up in there as well. And those things are totally normal, completely something that we all feel. And they can also feel really confusing and difficult as a business owner. And don't worry, we're going to be talking so much more about that in future episodes. But I do want to talk about that now because this is one of those experiences where building an online course is a commitment as a business owner that says, I'm freaking doing the thing. And that is exciting and it can feel really nerve wracking and it can feel all the feelings. I totally get it. I have been there many, many times. And you know, it's so funny and weird and I guess not funny and weird now that I'm thinking about it, but it kind of feels funny and weird is that even though I've built 12 courses, and yes, it has gotten easier with time, I am always feeling freaking terrified. Every single time I promote it, 
every time I put it together, every time that idea becomes like, oh crap, I'm doing this, this, this is happening. When there's that moment when I actually know that I have to make this idea come to life, it's terrifying. It is so scary. And I know that you're probably feeling the same way. Maybe you have a course idea in mind. Maybe you've built an online course and maybe you want to know how to do it better. Maybe you are in the very beginning stages where you know that maybe one day you want to create a course, but you have no idea what it's about. There is a moment where you are going to realize that you are the person to do this, that you have to do this. And that is so exciting as a creative. We are creative, so we love to create things. And me personally, I am completely addicted to the feeling of following through on projects. It's kind of a problem because I then just do so many projects all the time. And you might be like that too, or you're like, I have to do all the things. And that is so exciting. And you are probably going to feel like because this is a course and because this is something different and something you've never done before and also something you're seeing a lot of other voice teachers doing as well and not just voice teachers like coaches and influencers like people are building courses man they have figured it out and people are doing this and that's very exciting and extremely overwhelming and you may feel like it needs to be a certain way. It needs to look a certain way. It needs to sound a certain way. It needs to feel a certain way. And I get it. I totally understand. I'm a marketing coach. I'm literally telling you ad nauseum in these episodes that it is so important to help our students feel a certain way. And at the same time, I want to give you permission to screw up your first time it is okay. Your first course is going to be your worst course. Oh, I just made that up, but I think that should be our mantra. (laughs) Your first course is going to be your worst course. And that is great. It means you did it. And if you know that, you know that yeah, this is my first time doing it. And every time that I do another one, if I ever do another one, maybe you won't and that's okay. But if you ever do iterations to that one or any time that you are excelling in your business, it's always going to get better. And so to me personally, I find that to be extremely relieving. Like I like knowing that it doesn't have to be perfect my first round. And in fact, I'd really rather it didn't. This is about progress, not perfection. This is about doing it. This is about getting out of our heads. This is about not worrying about whether the video quality is perfect or whether you have the right microphone. Can I just tell you, and I know I've said this on a previous episode, I think I have, but if I haven't, I'll tell you right now that for the first 50 episodes of the Voice Burner podcast, I did not have a microphone. And That was a really interesting thing for me because I used to be that person and this was especially when podcasts were getting really big and we were all starting to like consume them a lot more. I was so freaking picky about the audio quality of a podcast. If it didn't sound exquisite and awesome and I didn't hear any edits in it, then it was good. But if I heard edits and the quality wasn't good, then I was not interested and I often would not listen to the podcast. 
that has completely changed ever since Reels came about because now the style of video and the style of podcasting and the style of editing is completely different. And what's so nice about this is it's so much more real. It doesn't have to be perfect. And this includes courses. I once took a course from a woman who was recording the video and there was a thunderstorm happening and her dogs were barking and she had to get this video out. So she literally said in the lesson like, hey, real life is happening right now, but the quality of what I'm talking about is what matters. We prioritize the quality of the content more than we do the quality of the production. This is so true. I mean, think about movies, right? You can have like a low production film, but if it's a good story and they are good actors and everything, you know, like you're drawn to it, everything about it is so great, then the production quality doesn't matter. In fact, it probably even enhances it a little bit. So please remember this when you are creating videos and you're creating warm-up tracks and you're creating PDFs and you're creating all of the materials that go inside of your course, that perfectionism is not necessary, that what matters is the quality of the content that you are teaching them. What is the content that you are teaching them? How is it that you are teaching them? Don't worry so much about this, right? This will come later, especially once you start selling the course and you can actually afford things like a really fancy microphone or fancy video equipment. Really what this comes down to is you get to decide how this process is going to go. Are you going to allow it to be easy or are you going to overcomplicate it? And you will know you are overcomplicating it when you keep procrastinating on putting it out there because of these blocks that keep coming up. And this is something I hear all the time from voice teachers. Oh, I don't have a good video camera. Oh, I don't have PowerPoints ready. I, I don't have, you know, the right microphone. I don't have this. I don't have that. And I'm here to tell you, I have built programs with absolutely nothing. And all that mattered was what I was teaching them and how I taught it. And they sold just fine, just fine. In fact, they sold great <laughs> and they still do. I am still to this day making money and passive income from singing courses that I made three, four years ago. That OMG, when I look at those videos, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is hard to watch. <laughs> like, the quality is such crap in the production, but the content is really good and it's still something that I believe in and they're still selling. So that's what matters here is that you are teaching the things in the way that they are meant to be taught for that student, which leads perfectly into really the bulk of what I wanna talk about today, which are three considerations when it comes to building out your online course. So now that we have overcome our perfectionism and we are ready to make the damn thing, number one is actually deciding what your course is all about and what that experience is for your student and what the results are that you are promising them. So really all you need to know is what is your curriculum? What is your outline? What are the lessons or modules or main bullet points that you want to teach them inside of your course. And inside of the Voicepreneur program, which is the program that you've probably heard me talk about, and if not, this is the program that I run for voice teachers that teaches voice teachers how to actually build out their online courses and memberships and all kinds of things, literally anything that you want to. This is actually something that we talk so much about. It's something that I call your method map. And we're not going to talk about it inside of this podcast because 
This is one of the biggest, bulkiest things inside of the program. You can come and join us inside of there if you want to learn how to do this. It's something that the voice teachers, once they do it, they're like, oh my God, this this is, this clicks. It makes sense. I know exactly how to teach this. I know what my course is all about. And you can repeat it for anything that you ever want to offer. It's pretty cool. So essentially what a method map is, is it's an outline. It is just your outline of what your course is all about. And when you have an outline, then you can go to your calendar and you can actually put your outline to the calendar, which is going to be the second consideration. So really the second consideration actually when it comes down to it is whether or not you are going to do your course live or pre-recorded or a little bit of both. So here's what I mean by that. Essentially, when you are thinking about creating a course or a membership or anything that you are selling online, you are always going to have to be thinking about how involved you are in that launch process, in the creation process, and how much you are going to involve your audience in that as well. So for example, in the very first course that I ever made, for singing, it was called Discover Your Voice. And Discover Your Voice was a mini course. It had six lessons in it. And I decided to pre-record all of the lessons before selling it. I made the entire course first. I made all the videos. I did the audio tracks. I did the warm-up guides, the PDF guides. And we'll talk about that in just a second. But I pre-recorded everything and then I sold it. Now, with other courses, I have done quite the opposite. In fact, you may be watching this and you may have been a student inside of Amplify. Amplify was a course that I ran live in March of 2023. And this was really cool because it was actually my very first time ever doing it like this. And this was completely live, meaning that I went live on Zoom. I had the PowerPoints all ready to go. There were four Zoom classes. I took the replays of the class and I now sell it as a course inside of the Voicepreneur at thevoicepreneur.com. Go check it out if you want to learn more about Amplify and how it can help your teaching business. So that entire course was live and that was really quite a cool experience. I will tell you that was, I really enjoyed it way much more, way much more, <laughs> so much more than I thought I would. The two programs that I did a hybrid, where I did a hybrid of live and pre-recorded, was for my Own Your Voice singing program and then the Voicepreneur program for voice teachers. So essentially what I did for those is I had my curriculum all finished. I had my outline done. I knew exactly what the lessons were and I knew when I was going to be releasing the lessons. So I did a quote unquote drip model. I had people that were inside of the course, but they didn't get access to everything right away. They got it week by week. And so what I did for both of those programs is I got myself three weeks ahead of the recording process. So I essentially said, okay, if lesson two is going to be coming out on this date, then I need to make sure that I have lesson two finished three weeks prior to its release date so that I feel really good that it's all done. <laughs> so that's what I did for both of those programs. And that worked out really well. So they got the drip experience so that I could be doing the course live, but I also was pre-recording the content so that it wasn't like a live course on Zoom. 
So this is really going to depend on the type of course that you are offering. It's going to depend on if you want community, if you want there to be Q and A's, if you want there to be an intimate experience between you and your students, where maybe you're doing master classes and you get to hear them sing, or if you want this to be a completely self-paced thing, like I had for discover your voice and eventually own your voice as well. Both of those are my passive income singing courses. So it totally depends on the vibe that you're going for with your course and that is going to reveal itself through the curriculum that you have made. The third and final component to creating your online course is the four-part flow. I don't have a fancy other name for this except for calling it the four-part flow, but this is what me and my assistant call it inside of our flow process. And it is essentially a four-part process that you can apply to anything that you create. It can be a course. It can be content that you are making on social media. It can be podcast episodes like I'm doing right now. It can be really any type of content that you are making. So the four parts go like this. Number one, outline. Number two, record. Number three, edit. And number four, publish. So when you know that these are the four parts, you can now go to your calendar and actually map out when you are going to do each of these parts. Now here's where things get really fun. This is going to take some practice to figure out what your unique flow is and your unique flow may change and probably will change for each and every course or program or offer that you create. So I'll give you an example of this. I, for a long time, have been advocating batching. Batching, batching, batching. It's the best way to create content. And if you don't know what batching is, it essentially means that you are taking the same type of task. Let's say that it's outlining podcast episodes. So that first part, outline. And you will sit down and outline four episodes or six episodes or however many episodes you want to all in one sitting, right? That would be an example of batching. Now, here's the interesting thing about batching. We essentially want to play around with where batching fits best within those four parts and how this is going to be impacted based off of the type of content that we are creating. It's so interesting to me because right now I am in an entirely new way of creating content than I ever have before. So for lots and lots of years and months, I have been doing batching. But recently in the last few months, and especially after going through kind of a weird and wacky winter, <laughs> not an easy season of my life, batching just did not feel good. It did not feel good for me to sit down and creatively think of a bunch of different topics and a bunch of different outlines for all these different episodes all in one day. I just couldn't get my brain to do it like I could in previous years. So I had to play around with a few different ways to batch. And now I have landed on a whole new flow that I am totally loving. And essentially all it is, is I am batching a couple of episodes per week. So rather than doing a bunch of episodes per day, I am literally doing two episodes per week. This is still going to allow me to get ahead because if I'm releasing one episode, but I'm always doing two episodes every week, then I'm always going to be getting ahead. And now I can look at my calendar and I can break out those four parts into 
four days, or in my case, I'm actually doing it in three days because I've gotten much faster at my flow. But you could do, for example, I'm going to outline two episodes on Monday, and then I'm going to record those episodes on Tuesday. I am going to edit those episodes on Wednesday, and then I'm going to release them on Thursday, or you'll release one of them and you'll have one of them scheduled, right? That could be a flow that you do as well. And that is still kind of batching, so to speak, because you are doing two and you're batching, you know, the different parts on the different days, but you're not necessarily having to do all the different topics on that one batch day. I hope that that made sense. And I hope that it helps to hear a couple of examples, but the goal is for you to figure out your own flow. So if you are, let's say, creating four modules and inside of those modules, you think it'll take probably a week to make each of those modules happen, then give yourself four weeks to make that program and maybe actually give yourself a few more weeks because it'll probably take you a little bit more time. There's always snafus and weird things that come up. The last thing to consider is that the more that you do this, the easier it gets. Give yourself time if you're in the beginning. Don't give yourself too much time though. Like I said before, we don't want to get trapped in perfectionism, but give yourself time and patience and love and know that it does get easier. The first time you do this, it's so wacky weird. It is going to be the worst one and that is okay. That is okay. We are going for progress, not perfection. And truthfully, what we're actually really going for is for you to do the damn thing. Really, like you could do this. I know you can do this. And you are going to learn so, 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 so much from the experience. OMG, there is nothing like putting out your first online course and selling it, might I add, and actually getting people the results or having the students actually interact with the course. There is nothing that you will learn more from than that experience. (laughs) I'm so excited to hear how this goes for you. And as I said before, if you want some support all about how to do this, come and join us inside of the Voicepreneur program. You will walk through a step-by-step process on how to build and create your offer, how to actually sell it, how to market it, how to continually sell it. Literally every single step is in there. And I am here to support you as well as the incredible community that is inside of the program. So check out the show notes if you are interested, or you can go to thevoicepreneur.com forward slash program to learn all about how to join us. If you want to stay connected, come and find me over on Instagram at thevoicepreneur. And thank you so much as always for tuning into another episode. I can't wait to hear how your course creation goes and let me know if you are in the middle of doing it, if you're going to do it, if you have a launch date, if this episode resonated with you in any way, I would love to hear about what you're working on behind the scenes in your teaching business. Have a wonderful rest of your week and I will catch you in the next episode. We'll be right back.